Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and I's adventures through the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry. I'm a 15-plus-year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, etc. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. Got an extra buck or two? If you would mind tossing the podcast tip jar? Please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also consider helping in the word on the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, word of mouth, etc. Happy Thought of the Day is by Paul Westerberg. I'm beyond caring what anyone expects of me anymore. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 146. Thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Coming at you here on a beautiful summer day at my home in St. Paul, Minnesota. Thanks for all the positive feedback on my new rock slash band slash writing slash music project, Wrath of the King. The next one is already in the works. Last week's Geeks Wrap Up. Wednesday, I played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. Congrats to friends Jolene and Ella for winning the Vegas trip giveaway. Thursday, I played a duo show at Lone Oak Grill in Egan, Minnesota. Thanks to Allie, Rachel, Jeffrey for all stopping out to the show. Friday, I played a solo show at Danny's in Stillwater, Minnesota. It was a beautiful night and absolutely love the new menu. Saturday, I played a duo show at Eagle Lounge in Georgetown, Wisconsin. We were competing with God being it was the most beautiful day I've ever seen in my entire life. But thank you to all our friends and family for stopping out, and good to see the Danka gals. Sunday, I played a duo show at Paradise Landing in Balsam Lake, Wisconsin. It's turning into one of my favorite places to play, and great to see our number one fan out, Rika. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, August 1st, 2018. I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Thursday, August 2nd, I'll be playing a duo show at Lucky's 13 in Roseville, Minnesota from 4 to 7 p.m. Friday, August 3rd, I'll be playing a solo show at Ingredients in White Bear Lake, Minnesota from 6 to 8.30 p.m. Saturday, August 4th, Mark Sterry Duo will be rocking out at Schmidt Brewery for Steak Fest from 10 to 11.30 a.m., then heading up to Commander Bar in Breezy Point, Minnesota to rock out at JJ's Pub from 5 to 9 p.m. Guest this week. It's part two of two with Minnesota singer-songwriter slash frontman of the popular rock band Vintage Rags, Jody Hanks. We discuss Paul McCartney, Paul Gable, the replacements, etc. Enjoy the conversation. This is Jody Hanks. Welcome back to the Mark Stare Music Podcast. Part two with Jody here at Seven Eights Jam in Jenkins, Minnesota. And uh, what are you most excited about today here at Seven Eights Jam? Uh, watching Paul Gable's butt crack eventually reveal itself, which you know it will. 
<laughs> Paul Gable is uh, a friend of both of ours who manages the commander in Breezy Point and uh, used to own it, didn't he? Paul's been on the podcast before, and Neil. You, you're kidding me. Yeah. Oh, I've got to hear that. i got to dig into your... I've heard uh, Ellie. I've heard hers. Who else is that? Uh, Kramer. Luke Kramer's been on a bunch, yeah. Patrick Tanner, I like. I dug his. Yeah, he's a good uh, guy, man. The middle finger to the uh, snowbanks in the winter. It yeah, gives, he's, gives he's me hope. for that. <laughs> so what's your favorite Paul Gable story as he's walking by? Well... One, two. He tries One, to be all tough and stuff, but you couldn't really find a sweeter guy underneath it all. So he's <laughs> a great guy. I've worked with Paul for, God, tw- tw- about 20 years. Since you broke the guitar. Yeah, since uh, he broke my guitar. Is that when he used to dance at the pain reliever? <laughs> he just did the afternoon shift. So <laughs> he just took his top off. Oh, yeah. We love old Gable. There's a lot of support live and local music around the oh, area yeah. up here. Yeah, keeping a, it alive. There's a lot for us musicians. We really appreciate you, Gable. Um, so, so we're talking about your Steve Ray Vaughan story. What's some other folks' brushes yeah. with fame you've had in the rock music scene? Well, like, once again, Pete Elinoff, who ran Pete's Guitars, called me one day. He said, get over here. And whenever he said that, you know, I'm there. You know, I knew something was special was happening. He would travel the country. Country roads and old places. Oh, yeah, my husband left this underneath the bed. The tags are still on a new Les Paul, you know. He lost interest, you know. Pete's like, I'll give you a couple hundred bucks for it. Turn it around for, you know. Yeah. Anyway, he called me, get on over here. I went, "Uh uh-oh, something's big. I could hear the excitement in his voice. I get over there in this beautiful maple uh, top uh, Les Paul, like in 60, 1960. Left-handed, he said, guess who that's for? And, uh, you know, my left-handed good ideas came. Oh, Paul McCartney. So how'd you know? I said, I just guessed. He said, yep, Paul McCartney. And so I got to play it upside down, of course. And a couple of days later, he said, I got better news. He said, Paul uh, offered to fly me and whoever I want to come deliver the guitar to him over in England. And I said, man, I know I got to play. I had some crappy gig in St. Paul. But I had four guys, you know, that I got to take care of. I heard that. You know, but looking back on it, it was a huge mistake. So we sent Billy Larson <laughs> to my place. Uh, Billy was a little too hungover to walk down one flight of sets, steps to meet Paul McCartney, you know. Oh, man. Oh, but I regret that one. And then when George Harrison came to town, he bought ukuleles from Pete. <laughs> We weren't allowed to repeat the story, and I just realized that only till last year that, well, I can say that George Harris, because Pete passed away. Got, and George. Yeah, and George, you know. And I, it was funny because Pete always said, biggest rule is don't ask anything about the Beatles. And it was cool. Walked off the plane, he had a sombrero on and uh, torn up jeans and laced up mocks and boots and they went oh this guy's good (laughs) just down to earth you know one of the freaking beatles man so that was 
Yeah, those are the two guys yeah. that are yeah. Stevie and George. You know, both monster yeah. guitar yeah. players. But yeah. I just wish to God I would have thought that over about Paul McCartney. Oh, I Doy. know. God. What would you say over the years, yeah. your lifetime in the Minnesota music uh, live live music business? Who's some of your favorite local bands? Well, over the years, the Hoop Snakes were wonderful. Cranston, so Pat Hayes was the bomb pop. Uh, the Metro All Stars, my band from way back when. I love that band, man. When we first came down here, you know, the scene was so different back then because you wanted to play originals and people wanted to hear original music. So it was about 75% originals and 25% old covers from Smokey Robinson, some little Motown, a little soul music in there. And now it's like you try to spring original on people in bars. They go, what the hell's that? Never oh, heard yeah, of that. Clear them right out. It's just like crazy. It's like when I first came down here, I hated Neil Diamond and, uh, and, and disco. And, <laughs> and now you got all these Neil Diamond tribute bands and, and discos in back in a big way. So it's changed a little. Yeah, it has. It used to be quite the original People wanted to hear originals, and they supported you. They bought your records, and it was a better it was a better scene back then. Yeah, as far as what, there wasn't as much acoustic stuff. Though you can do originals at your acoustic shows, yeah. can't you? Oh yeah, well, I, I do that. I just do that. full band original stuff doesn't work too well. Yeah, GB Layton still does it somehow. Yeah, yeah, he's one of the exceptions. Zeller. Yeah. Oh God, he's he's great. That's another, there's so many uh, Minnesota bands that I'm. Forgetting because it's early in the day and the I know. memory hasn't kicked in last night. <laughs> Edibles. And anyway, <laughs> I I like all the bands. The jazz scene in this town is incredible. There's some. I like all kinds of music. Everything from classical to uh, gut bucket blues. You know, yeah. I, if you got it, a guitar, and you're making a living on it or an instrument. More power to you. You look at my Facebook friends, almost everyone, everyone's in a goddamn band these days, you know? <laughs> and it's either they're either holding a guitar or they're, they caught a fish. Yep. <laughs> Salt of the earth that, people, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, what would you say some of your favorite iconic venues are in the Twin Cities that play over the years that were the, the best to your band? Caboose. We used to come in there, do Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and own it every night. Just which was this original Rags? Yeah, this is the Metro All Stars, and Rags did it too. Rags packed that place, and the Metro All Stars packed that place, and then the Union Bar. That was before your time. Yeah, up on Hennepin, great venue. Mr. Nibs before it turned into uh, the, uh, what was it? What is it called at the end? Next to Duffy's down there. Okay, uh, it turned into kind of like a heavy metal hard rock club. Did you ever hang out like the Longhorn or anything like that? No, that was more of the uh, punk new wave scene, and I appreciated them. But uh, th that's another band, the Batson Brothers. Yeah, here comes David Burkhardt. Yeah, Dave Burkhardt's here. He's moving a little slow this morning. He is. He's one that was going to be on the podcast, too. <laughs> but the, the punk scene in the city with replacements and 
Oh my God. And the Batson brothers. Jesus Christ. Were you into the replacements? Oh, absolutely. I used to listen to, we recorded at Cookhouse, and they were in another studio recording their stuff, and I remember listening to all those great songs. But he wouldn't have the words figured out, so he was doing phonetically just to fill the spaces. And it was, I always went, that's a brilliant way to do it, man. That is. You know, just make up words just to get the gobbledygook, so you, oh, okay, this is what I'm going to do with it. I imagine he took it home and wrote the lyrics. Great songs. What's Great. your songwriting process like? Depends on the song. Sometimes I'll just uh, pump one out on the acoustic guitar. Sometimes it's a piano song. Sometimes it's just a lyric. Sometimes it's just a hook. You know, the chorus. It's all different. Depends on the song. I got no set rules. Yeah, that's cool, man. Um, another place you've had a long run at that we've played for many years, too, is Petey Pappy's. Love it. Yeah, how long has been playing down there for? Did you guys start with Greg back in the day? Yep. I yeah. saw him yesterday at our show. It was flooded. And yeah. He was out there, and, and uh, that's another bar that supported a lot of music over that's the years. That's a great bar. Never a cover. I remember one guy, I said, I think Petey Pappy is the best live music venue in town. Oh, I said, come on, man. What about First Avenue? Well, I never played First Avenue. I never you know? yeah. And I've never, uh, I like First Avenue. It's a cool place, but... The immediacy of that crowd and uh, Petey Pappy's, they're there. They want to get their faces torn off, and let's rock. That's awesome, man. Um, when I saw you guys at Petey Pappy's a couple years ago, you referred to your guitar player as your evil son. Yes. Where did that come from? My evil son? Well, look at him as he walks by glaring. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, that was, I think we adopted this Tony Sims band. No. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> Smokey D was Billy's ad fake son. Uh, Tony was the Buffalo's fake son. I don't know who I don't know who claimed the drummer, but I ended up with uh, that piece of work right there. <laughs> so why did you change the name from Rags to Vintage Rags? Well, there was only two of us from Rags, and. Um, I I didn't even want to call it rags, you know. I said let that let it die, and Billy's like, no, there's a lot of booking needs. We need the name, and it's like, I, ah, put vintage on it, put something, switch it up. Vintage rags sounds like you're talking about old cool clothes. And it's stuff, a cool name know? though. Yeah, but you know, I I would have preferred starting fresh because I know there was a big battle with Billy and some of the former members. Uh, yeah. And it got it got weird and ugly, and I knew it was gonna, and I, did, I didn't want any part of it. Yeah. So Jody Hanks, how do people get a hold of you? They want to book you or the Hunyuckers or Vintage Drags. How do people get a hold of you? JodyHanks.com. Real simple. Nice. Or friend me on Facebook. Okay. Very cool. So story behind the song segment. What's another song you'd like me to play at the end of the episode here? And this second one. Well, this is one that doesn't get a lot of playing. It's called Hitchcock. It's my. It's the one I get to play my harmonica on, so it's one of my favorites. And uh, what's the story behind that song? You know, like Dick and I were in the studio, 
And uh, holy smokes, <laughs> is he running diesel? <laughs> and uh, that's just one of the, we we have this saying like let's go make some shit up today in the studio. Yeah. So that's what we did, and I got Hitchcock on the block talking to him, you know, kind of like a director mentality. From, it, you know, nothing. It's nothing serious, but I, that tune just rocks. Oh man, that's great, Jody Hanks. Thanks for being on the Mark Steering Music Thank Podcast. Thank you, my brother. brother. Let's rock out of a fun day, man. Thank right you on. so much. Right on. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Steering Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. This is a listener-supported podcast. If you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on the show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time. Yeah.